Welcome to Pastoring Out Loud, a podcast from South Cities Church in Lakeville, Minnesota. Learn more at southcities.church. Will there be snow in the new heavens and new earth, guys? Yes, sir. No. Wait, I heard Ethan without a mic over in the corner. Definitely. Nick thinks no. I just don't like it, so... Will heaven be more like? <laughs> will heaven be more like the North Shore or more like L.A., Nick? It will include both. L.A. and the North Shore. Yeah, like L.A. on the North Shore. No, oh. L.A. and California. Yeah. I, okay. All right. All right. Will there be snow in heaven, Dave? I don't. I don't know. Okay. You don't know. Do you Pro- hope so? Probably. Do you want there to be snow in heaven, like in the new heavens, new earth? There are. Parts of snow I appreciate. Like when it's falling and covering things up, it's really, really beautiful. But I don't like the part after that. So maybe the feel. Maybe there'll be snow, but then it will just kind of go away on its own without shoveling. Of snow. Or shoveling will be good work, you know, that we get to do and it'll never result my shovel in a heart attack. My shovel won't break bumps. and there won't be that hidden ice I slip on and you know. <laughs> All my kids will be a little bit older to help me. Something, I don't know, something like that. Fair. Uh, hmm. Stacy, snow in the new heavens and new earth? Well, I think so. Okay. Why not? Yeah. He I, made I, it I, here. So, Wouldn't it be I mean, there in, re, you know, redeemed? Yeah. I, I, I think so. Nick, you'll just enjoy it there. Mm. Come Lord Jesus. That's what happens when the snow falls. <laughs> We're not here to talk about come Lord Jesus as the snow falls. Say that phrase like that. <laughs> We're here to talk about come Lord Jesus all the time. Because that's what the church's heart cry is. Which is part of the reason that we're preaching through the book of Revelation. Dave, do you ever considered previously preaching through the book of Revelation before you knew me? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's the first time the thought I ever did. occurred. The thought became increasingly <laughs> intrusive. <laughs> it was an intrusive as, thought. As I got to know you, mostly by your constant <laughs> chirping. Chirping? Did that ever reach your subconscious? Like, did it ever I, I'm sure it did. I don't know some, how something some could be so constant. You'd, Not you try to lodge uh, itself in some way in your subconscious. Something and... Uh, <laughs> It would come out as revelation, revelation, right. revelation. Just started having weird apocalyptic dreams and mm, good yeah. times. Locusts, so oh my. Uh, anybody heard Nick? Have you heard Stacy? Have you heard uh, a sermon series through Revelation? Uh, no, not a full sermon series. I've heard stand standalone one off sermons on Revelation from chapters one through five and chapters twenty one and twenty two. <clears throat> I don't know what I can't Probably. remember. Yeah, I would say that. Generally speaking. Not a whole sermon series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Dave, did you, growing up or anything like that, hear a uh, religion your father-in-law or any other churches you've been involved at? Uh, no. I recently, in the last few years, uh, was listening to one by a more local guy and then uh, have listened to some by others um, from diff- different perspectives and stuff over the last couple of years probably because of the intrusiveness of the chirping <laughs> of the chirping. Um, no, I, I, I've, I've actually, I've actually preached from revelation a number of times. Um, just not in a series and, and even done, you know, like revelation eight on prayer and 
Revelation 12 and 13 on different things. So not just the, and then all the other ones that everyone preaches on uh, more regularly, but it's always been a really encouraging, really encouraging book to me. So it's been fun to study it more. And yeah, but yeah, I haven't, I haven't heard many, just a couple. So why would a church, okay, so the standard reasons apply, right? God's word is God's word. We preach all of God's word. It's encouraging, hopefully, because it's God's word. Why particularly preach through Revelation for South City's church? What are good reason? Like, what 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 can we derive? You know, you've been doing your blessed study, bless the study, oh my soul. You know, mm. Nick, you've been we hope you've been blessed. Revelation, <laughs> hashtag blessed study. Um, what what would be just free for all? What would be good reasons for like why preach through Revelation besides like the boilerplate? It's part of scripture. Yeah. What are you laughing? Not everyone at once, please. I I don't have. Well, you guys are looking at me. Um, oh, I, think, no. I I don't have like a specific, uh, reason. specific reason. Maybe what 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 are you excited for for South City's Church? You know, well, in terms of going through Revelation. Did we talk about this before, or was that in a I conversation? So. It was just you and I. Oh, okay. If we um, talked about it, it would have been a while ago. I'm excited because I l- learned about Revelation differently growing up. Um, and now, you know, it wasn't in a sermon series, like I said, but, um, it was in other contexts and to go through it again and get help understanding it probably, I don't want to say better, more faithfully, but, um, hopefully more of how it was originally intended to be heard. Um, I'm, I'm excited to dive in and go through it together as a church and receive the words that the Lord has for us in this season, you know, personally and corporately. That's good. Dave, Nick, excitements, reasons. Well, I think that just because Revelation so clearly points to the victory of Christ, um, that it's just going to be really relevant for our people um, in a hard world, you know? And I think that's the point. Um, We're living in a world that is, increasingly, you know, hostile to Christ and um, it can be easy to look around and to lose hope. It can be easy to fall into doubts of is Christ really in control? Is he reigning and ruling? And it can be easy to put our hope in other things that are going to fall away. And so Mm -hmm. I'm just really looking forward to what Revelation is going to do is hopefully by the Spirit's work, increase our resolve and increase our trust in the supremacy and rule of King Jesus. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. I think, I think what revelation is aimed at is creating with promises and with pictures of reality, a humble, (coughs) faithful, worshipful people full of confidence so that they can endure. And I, uh, I think, yeah, I just think we're in a season in church life and maybe in our culture where um, at least disapproval of ideas about what it means to be a Christian is rising in our culture. Yeah. I wouldn't say that we're you know, anywhere near some of the persecution that the early church was going through or that even people, you know, believers in other countries are going through right now, but certainly it's not... Um, 
always a terribly popular thing to believe what we believe anymore. And yep. I think more and more uh, people probably look at us like they looked at the Corinthians as foolish and weak. Yep. Um, and I think that it's just good to, like in light of what Nick said, just to see what God's doing, to see him on the throne, to see all of history centered around him and unfolding just as he purposed it, uh, and to see a future hope that's coming and hold on to that and say, man, what matters most in the world is that Jesus came and he conquered death uh, by his death and resurrection. Jesus is coming back. He's going to make all things new. And how do how do I live now in light of those two victories? Yep, Which is yep. why we you know we titled it Revelation Living Between Two Victories, and so uh, yeah, that's something I need to think about and want to want my kids to get and want this congregation to get and just want us to get excited and confident about living in the space that we live in rather than fearful and anxious. Yeah, it's, it feels and it feels mm-hmm. timely even maybe. That message maybe feels timely in an election year, honestly, where it's easy to be anxious and fearful and nervous and all those things about what could happen, you know. And I think just for our people to be rooted in what certainly will happen and who Jesus is 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 really helpful. Yeah, yeah. I think the way I'm going to say it, uh, I mean, this will come out after I preach, I believe. Yeah, it will. Um, You know, when you turn the TV on, and an American city is on fire or something significant has happened in current events, will you say, will your heart cry be, the Lord Jesus, the slain and conquered la- conquering lamb, is on the throne yeah. and I can endure with yeah. him? You know, when you get the news that there's a mass, you know, in your chest, mm-hmm. the Lord Jesus, the slain lamb, is reigning on the throne and mm-hmm. I will endure with him. Like I can, and he will help me, you know, when you, you know, take your pick. You know, yep. There's 20 things. Yep. Uh, you know, it's a, it's preparatory for us for this year or any other year Yep. on the way to coming. Yep. Part of that is the, the why is the conviction that revelation is not, it's about the future. Yep. Right. But it's about the now Yeah. as well. Yep, it was about the now for the earliest readers of yep. it, you know, the yep. seven churches in Asia minor. And it's it's about the now for us as that's well. That's right. That's right. Um, so I, that's the direction I'll take it. It's like there are commands here for us. What are we going to do with the commands? That's right. Uh, if we just kind of say that's for another time, it's kind of the inverse of like a, you know, somebody that would say cessationist brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. we love you. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is no shot across your bow or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But we say desire earnestly you know, the spiritual gifts, especially that you may prophesy. Mm -hmm. And then if we sequester that and Mm -hmm. just say, but that was just for them. Mm -hmm. Similar with Revelation, just the opposite direction. Yeah. Like, um, you know, uh, this is a call for the endurance of the saints. No, that's just for the future. No, that's for now too. Yeah, that's That's, that's how I think about uh, Revelation in that regard. Mm -hmm. We're not, we don't get to like, just like bow out of passages that have direct commands towards us as readers. That's Mm -hmm. right. I think, I think a good phrase you and I have talked about too is it, it, it can't mean for us what it couldn't have meant for them in the church. In other words, you know, the letters to the seven churches really were meant to encourage them and the rest of the letter really was meant to encourage them. And so I think it does an injustice to the text and it does us no good yeah, yeah. 
to kind of just say, well, that's just all, you know, for the, it's all for the future. And so we can just kind of read it and speculate and, uh, try to, you know, predict, um, (laughs) what, what might happen or what might go on rather than go, this is a word written for us uh, as the church to submit to and be encouraged by. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And I think that's the other thing that we'll do is we'll spend a lot of time connecting to the old Testament, looking at the original, you know, context of Asia minor and also just like letting it revelation interpret itself. Like we always should with any any passage of scripture. So anything that you're particularly excited to look at in regards to revelation themes, passages, application points, anything come to mind? I'm excited to see the helicopters. Just kidding. Uh, (laughs) Revelation nine. Locusts, <clears throat> as it were, locusts. That was uh, Hal Lindsey, I think, in the 1970s, 1980s, um, interpreted or kind of more ruminated. He wasn't like hardcore, but he's like, this you know, this is kind of what an Apache helicopter might look like to John. Um, so, which is not the tack we will take when we get right. to the no. locusts in Revelation 9. No, I'm excited to see how it's, uh, well, <clears throat> I mean, to be honest, the thought that Revelation is... What's the word? Not cyclical. Recapitulatory. Yeah. Is pretty new to me. What does that mean, Nick? It means that it, it kind of like spirals and themes come back and, um, it's not necessarily just linear all the way through. The same scenes are depicted uh different ways. Yeah. So I'm excited to see that developed and just even more learn, just learn more about that yeah that's yeah. yeah which isn't to say there isn't progression right there's no. definitely a progression in the mm-hmm. book yep but that there's callbacks and like even the same thing that happens in heaven is seen from a different perspective on earth and vice mm-hmm. versa uh chapters apart from each other yeah mm-hmm. um but that those those come up yeah i'm excited for that too dave stacy applications texts or themes that you're excited to get to talk about there's just a lot of beautiful depictions of Jesus as fighting for us mm-hmm. and comforting us. And those are sweet. I think those get missed in Revelation a lot because we look at it more as a, how can I get in here and, and you know, look at the details and see where it lines up with this chart or that chart. And I'm not saying that's bad, but there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of verses that get missed that will become favorite verses, you know, for people as we go through them that yep. they'll be praying and mm-hmm. thinking about and we'll hang with them in hospital rooms in hard situations about the way Jesus fights our battles for us, his His power and the way he aims to comfort us now and forever. So I think yeah. that's maybe one of the surprising things Amen. that will come. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to, like you said, Daniel, to dig into the Old Testament that helps us understand yeah. revelation. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I don't think I had, well, I know I've never done that before, but um, like using Ezekiel and Daniel and some of those books that are also hard to understand yep. <laughs> for me. Yep. So, um, but then also with what Dave said, um, going through a book that has more visual imagery, I think mm-hmm. is going to be powerful. Yeah. Um, That's a good point. We just finished watching, rewatching the Lord of the Rings with one of our kids and just the imagery. Extended editions or originals? Yes, the extended the all the way. Yes. Um, yeah. That just the imagery and the beauty that is shown um, 
mm-hmm. that you get through visual imagery instead of just like, you know, concrete truth. Um, I think it's just going to stick with us in a different way. And so I'm excited to do that. Yeah. yeah. I heard our communications team is going to come up with a new image every single week. Is that <laughs> true? Just, just that kidding. True, just kidding. Just no kidding. pressure, Ethan. Just kidding. <laughs> you should have seen Ethan's face. <laughs> just yeah, kidding. Not a fan. Not a fan. Oh. All of the uh, sermon series gla- graphics will be slightly different. See if you can slightly. find it. <laughs> It'll be like a Where's like Waldo. A Where's Waldo. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that's great. That's well, we're... Um, you know, in terms of Old Testament and, and things like that. And they're going to give out gift cards for everyone who can find it every week. <laughs> oh, Just whoa, kidding. Just no. kidding again. Oh gosh, it's so gimmicky. Uh, speaking of anti-gimmick, um, <laughs> you can just come to the Sunday school class that's happening every week where we're going through the Old Testament and it's the roots of Revelation uh, in 101A. Um, the third Thursday of every month, we're going to be reading through the book of Revelation uh, in one sitting. We're going to rotate through homes. The church is invited. David and Karen Livingston are hosting the first one uh, this month, the Thursday. On the Church Center app, it's live now. We've got a thing called Revelation Resources that just has a, a whole host of different things you can click on. We really do think it's important that if you miss a sermon in this series, that we're kind of doing building blocks, that um, the referencing of other sermons is going to be really important. So definitely go there, check that out. And I think this Sunday we're going to pass out a bookmark to kind of remind everybody about that, a bookmark or a thing to do. Also, there's the Blessed Study by Nancy Guthrie. It's pretty great. We're going to have the Revelation journals uh, available for purchasing. And uh, yeah, loads of resources available. Anything else anybody else wants to add about the why or the what or the who or the how or the when? We're not going to do too much about the when of Revelation other than it's for us today. Come Lord Jesus. Amen. Bring about that glorious snow. Mm. Yes. <laughs> snow more. Snow more. You know what? Whatever I got the Lord has for me in the new heavens and the new earth, I'm looking forward to. So, mm. Amen. Whatever it is. Thanks, everyone. Looking forward to this. <laughs> <laughs>